Greetings, everyone, and welcome to another serving of Business Soup Talk Radio. If it's in business, it's Business Soup. I'm your host, John Dibbavoise. Today, we are going to Yelp It Up. Ali Schwartz will be joining us from the ubiquitous website, Yelp. What is Yelp? How did that name come about? Well, Allie's going to share that, plus all the tips, tools, and techniques, how you, the small business owner, can use it, why you should use it, and where to use it. All the mystery, all the facts, advertising as well. We cover it all right here at the table at Business Soup, where business comes for business. Allie, welcome back to Business Soup. Thank you. Such a pleasure to be here. Well, the last time we talked to you, as always, it's always about the business. And everybody knows about Yelp, but just where did the name Yelp come from? Yes. We get asked that question a lot, actually. Well, let's hear the answer. (laughs) Hear the goods. That's right. Um, Actually, Yelp, originally, um, Jeremy Stoppelman, our co-founder and CEO, was thinking like a hybrid of Yellow Pages. So where you could go to actually look for something when you're in need. And the way that the company got started was Jeremy Stoppelman had moved to a new city and he was in need of a doctor. And he didn't know who to ask. He didn't know anyone in the area and the yellow pages wasn't helpful. And and so he thought, hey, wouldn't it be a neat idea if there was a place where businesses were and it served as a directory and we could see consumer reviews on it. So and I'm going to make a big stretch here and go Y-E-L-P is an abbreviation or an acronym for yellow pages. Partly is that and it kind of has like help attached to it as well. So you bring those two together. All right. And it was probably a domain that was available, too. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) You have to work everything around the domain that's available. And I've seen a lot of businesses go, well, gee, that's not our name, but somebody else has it. So Yelp.com. So the idea was through your co-founder was to create a referral system online so that people who needed a doctor or a lawyer, God forbid, or a restaurant or anything that is business related, they could go there, put in their zip code or their city, where they're going to be at that time, what they're looking for, and up will come a list. Is this a sponsored list? Do I have to pay as a business to get on this list to have people call me? So what we call the organic search results, when a consumer is going on and they say, hey, you know, I need a plumber to come to my home as soon as possible. They're going to go in, they're going to search for a plumber in, like you said, city, zip code, area, and they're going to see a list of businesses. Now we do have paying advertisers that would be a sponsored business that would show up as one of the first one or two. And it'll have a little box next to it that says, ad. So the consumers know when it's an ad. And then we have the organic search results, which are going to be pulled from different keywords on the page, from different business information, reviews, things that are are pulling in. Because at the end of the day, Yelp is also a search engine. So whatever you type in, whatever best matches is going to show. And then right on top and right on the bottom, we're going to see some advertisements for that as well. Okay. So I'm looking at the homepage where it says find, and then it identifies in the search bar, plumbers, delivery, takeout, hmm, talk shows aren't in there. I'm going to have to talk to the people at Yelp. (laughs) And then it it puts my hometown in there. And then below it, it has identifiers, probably the most popular, plumbers, restaurants, home services, delivery. 
and and I see you have black owned as well. So -hmm. those are the the key ones. So I click on plumbers and I see ads, which are the Mm -hmm. first ones, and it identifies them as such. So as a business, I don't have to be paying to be on there. But if I choose to do so, it's going to boost me to the top of the list, just like what happens in Google. Exactly. It's all about exposure. So if your business is showing up on page 2, 3, 10, 20, 40, um, huh. we know that consumers that are searching, they're going to click on one of the first businesses that they see. So you're basically trying to pay for that exposure. You're trying to win over the person that we know is in need because at the end of the day, different from other social media sites where people might go to Instagram or Facebook or even Google to look up different photos, get inspiration for things. When someone comes to Yelp, their end goal really is to find a business or a local business directory. So we know that if we can promote you as one of the first few businesses, you're going to win over that potential customer. So somebody that goes to Yelp, unlike, say, a Google search or a search engine, they are looking to buy, just like when they go to Amazon. They don't go there to to go window shopping. They go there to buy. And if I go to Yelp, I'm looking to either solve a problem, like the water on the floor is getting higher, Or I want to find a restaurant near where I'm at, even if I don't know the locale. And so I put my search in there, the town or zip code that I'm in, and up come the the top list. Obviously, the advertisers are paying to be on that list. So what I see in Yelp is that these people are there to buy. Exactly. We're actually seeing over 85% of consumers after they start with one search on Yelp, those same consumers are making a buying decision within a couple days time. Again, just to echo what you said, someone's doing a search because they have a need, and then they're, it's just a matter of deciding which business they want to spend their money with. Now, I know from experience in my household that when we see a product or a company, we'll go, well, let's check out the Yelp reviews, and, and, <laughs> and we'll see what does everybody think about the product or the service. And what looks like a great ad suddenly has a whole lot of two and a half stars And then you see the reviews and such. And then there's a lot of them that are five stars. And you get five stars because you're delivering a good product and service and the people are happy with you. Knowing that I can't please everybody, and it's kind of like a dating site. You're not going to please everybody. (laughs) What happens when somebody says something, you know what, John's program or his restaurant didn't fit my need. And they put that up there. And it's like getting a black eye. What do I do as a business owner when I get sucker punched? Yes. Anything less than a four or five star review is horrible. There are a couple of different things you can do. There are basically three categories of a negative review, of a critical review. And let's call the first one illegitimate. Let's say they actually have it for the wrong business and it's not actually meant for you. And you need to get that taken down because it genuinely doesn't apply to you. So I have I have a bad review I didn't earn. Exactly. If there's John's Pizza in location A and John's Pizza in location B and someone wrote on your page location A for actually meaning to do it for location B. So you, exactly, a review that you didn't you know earn, um, it wasn't meant <laughs> for you. You can write into our team, you can flag that review and make sure that we get that resolved as soon as possible. So illegitimate, not meant for that business is category one. Category two is a legitimate review you, right? Like maybe you guys had a bad day. Maybe someone found a hair on their food, you know, just the stuff that as an owner, you're like, crap, like it happens to the best of us. You, we have off days. You can't control all of your employees and their moods and their backgrounds and what they bring into work with them. And so sometimes that that's the case. 
And we recommend that you respond to the review. So separate from Yelp.com, there's biz.yelp.com, B-I-Z.yelp.com. And that's free for businesses to access. They can go into the back end, see reviews, see traffic, see how many people are looking at their page, how many people searched for them. Loads and loads of free tools that we could talk about in a little bit. But one of those tools is your ability to actually respond to the review, again, for free. So we recommend keeping it professional and short and sweet and trying to resolve it offline. Really the point of publicly responding is so that other people that then find your business see that you know how to talk to your customers, even the ones that are upset. And it really just showcases your customer service practices. That's bucket two. Bucket one is something illegitimate. You want to flag it and contact us. Bucket number two, it's legitimate. It happened. You respond publicly. You can also respond privately. That's an option as well. And then bucket three, I like to call these people the shrimp salad people. They're a little bit of the (laughs) negative Nancy's. They're the ones that eat all the expensive jumbo shrimp out of a salad and then probably ask you to comp it or or send it back. So these are people that, you know, they're the complainers. They're going to complain even if you did everything right. And those we say you can leave alone consumers that are searching on Yelp, they can see. No no one has time to read a whole, you know, essay that's a review. People are really there to see the overall rating and get a general sense for how that business is. And something interesting that I'll add here is that over 80% of negative reviews, so three stars or less, are actually talking about customer service. I can I can appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People just want to be, you know, treated the right way. People want to feel like you care about them and you care about their experience. So, even if maybe something was wrong with the service itself or with the product or the or what you actually supplied, what the person paid for, if the business and the employees are actually handing themselves in a professional way with a smile on their face and and having and practicing customer excellence, we usually see that the reviews are, are going to do better over time. So for the consumer, they go to Yelp.com and they can find my business there. And on the backside of it, there is the uh, the one that you talked about, which is the business owners. So that's where I would go to address or maintain or manage my business account. And on the public side of it, they're getting they're going to Yelp.com, not biz.yelp.com. Exactly. As a business owner, you get to log into the back end and for free, you get to update your information, especially when it comes to COVID and safety precautions. We have specific things that you can highlight that you can check off. You can make sure potential customers know that your employees are wearing masks and that you practice socially distancing if you have uh, an actual brick and mortar space. So you can update your information, your business hours, holiday hours, um, specialty offerings that you guys have, happy hour specials. I mean, Every type of service that you provide, you really get to customize your page to make sure that you're, one, attracting the right customer for the services or products you provide. But more importantly, you're really just giving all the information that someone might need. If they feel like they're not getting information, they don't necessarily want to click over to a website if you have one. Just give them all they need to know right there on the Yelp page to then take that next step to call you or message you. You took the words right out of my mouth as far as taking them and redirecting to a website. People aren't going to do that. And what I'm seeing is that, and I'm going to continue to use the restaurant because it is an example of the most popular, successful, and failure of a small business is the restaurants, Mm -hmm. especially in this environment. But as that restaurateur... I can use the Yelp very much like a website where I can be changing without having to know coding the daily specials or the updates of 
I'm wearing masks. You have the opportunity to do a daily or frequently updates on the Yelp so that you can target your audience, mostly from an ad basis because you're way up there, to drive people into the, actually in California, it's been drive them to your parking lot so you can serve them a meal. (laughs) I, I love picking on California. That's where I was born and raised because there's so many opportunities to pick on them. It's just the land of fruits and nuts. It's a it's a salad all on its own. So the benefits of having my business on Yelp, whether it be a restaurant or I'm often involved in ranching or but as far as on the restaurant, the advantage of being on Yelp is that I can go on there for free in the beginning. And I can put up my site and looking at my site, I go to Yelp.com and I want to make a presence. I want to make a splash. So the first thing I do is I want to sign up, which I've done. All right. I'm on my account settings. And then it's asking me things such as the headline. And what's this? I love. I got a restaurant. I love to bring service to customers and give them an experience that will make them feel good. Or, you know, what am I doing here? Yeah. So when you're on Yelp.com, it's treating you like a consumer. It doesn't know you're a business owner. It doesn't know you have a a business listing. So actually our new customization tool um, is going to ask consumers when they first go on to Yelp, hey, what do you like? Are you a vegetarian? Because if so, when you search for a restaurant, we'll only show you places that are good for vegetarians. Are you a homeowner or are you an apartment owner or neither? Tell us about these things. So when you search for certain services or businesses, we can make sure that we're really tailoring the results that we give to you. So that's all on the consumer end. When you're on the business end, let's say you're like, okay, I just started a restaurant. I'm ready to get my name out there. I'm ready to start getting some reviews. What do I do from there? Well, If you haven't opened your doors yet and you don't have a Yelp page, you can just go on and create one on biz.yelp.com. Again, free to create. We're never going to ask you for your credit card unless you actively want to pay for a sponsored ad. But that's later. First, you just create a Yelp page. If you already have a Yelp page, you just want to log in. And similar to your website, you want to make sure that all your information is up there. And you want to make sure you're educating people on all you have to offer. So if you're a restaurant, especially with COVID. Are your doors actually open? Is it only takeout? Can people dine in? Is it outdoor dining? Do you have both indoor and outdoor? I mean, there are so many different variations that you could be doing as far as precautions go with COVID. And all of these you're able to list out. And that will again be from the back end, which will be biz.yelp.com. From the front end, when a consumer gets to look, they're going to see if they look for a restaurant, you can actually filter by, if I want to go out to eat in New York City, which as of right now, we're only doing outdoor dining. So I want to make sure that folks are actually open for outdoor dining, not just doing delivery or takeout. And I can filter by has outdoor seating, open for delivery, wearing masks, taking COVID precautions. So I can filter by these different things as a consumer, which is why it's so important for business owners themselves to actively opt into these options. Again, using the restaurant, there's a lot of the no contact where nobody touches anything. Can I put through the Yelp site, my business site with Yelp, my restaurant or any other business that is touchless where I can use my credit card through what I'm seeing for my my customers seeing on my business? Can they use their credit card? I process it or is this something that goes through Yelp in a credit card processing or am I using my own service? 
Good question. So Yelp isn't processing the payment per se. If you're in person, you can do takeout or delivery and pay through the Yelp app as a consumer. And as a business, you can put if you have Apple Pay or things that might make consumers feel more comfortable. There's also an option as a consumer, I can click if I'm getting a delivery, let's say. On the Yelp app, it'll say, would you like a contact list delivery where they just leave it in your lobby or leave it outside your home? And that's an option as well. If you're sitting out to eat at a restaurant, you can't pay through the Yelp app. But if you're doing takeout or delivery, or you're just trying to find a place that would allow contact list payment like Apple Pay, you can absolutely search with those features. Can I use the Yelp to push my own app for my restaurant to tell them when they get to the restaurant, they can get the menu and they can do everything right at sitting down if they download my app? Can I push my app to them through the Yelp app? You can. You can put that information on your page. If you want to really push it and put it in front of potential diners that might come in, one of our paid features would be better suited for that. So we have something called page upgrades. And that ranges from anything to what we call a call to action. So it's it's a button that sticks out on your page. And it could say something like, dine in now and download our app for you know X percentage off. If you want to entice people or you don't have to offer anything off, you can just highlight the fact that your business actually has an app or you can send people over to your menu. You can also link your menu if you're a restaurant. A lot of menus have QR codes now that you can just directly link to your Yelp page as well. So we have tons of options for businesses that really took a digital approach during this time to transfer that information to their Yelp page. Well, the first thing that comes to mind would be if you download the menu, there's a free upgrade to could be a jumbo size French fry or something like that, anything but alcohol, but to get them to give you that personal information where you can later push ads to them that they can opt out of by giving giving them an incentive, which is a half off your next meal or whatever that is that you yeah. want to do, you can incentivize the opportunity to download the app, which then gives the restaurateur the opportunity to push specials to them, probably in a text message type thing, which is a great offering. Absolutely. And we have something called a check-in offer. And these really work well for restaurants. It's a free feature. So again, when you log in as a business, you can activate this feature and it specifically functions as an incentive. So you can say, check in here for half off your second or third appetizer. You don't have to give anything away too crazy. And as you suggested, it could be for you know the next one so that you're not actually giving off too much on just one item. But maybe it's $10 off when you spend $50 or more, $75 or more. You're incentivizing them if they're deciding between two restaurants and you see that you're going to get 10 bucks off at this place, you're probably going to go with that place. We're talking with Ali Schwartz, the spokesperson from Yelp. And if you've got a question, you want to know more about Yelp, well, you know where to go, bizsoup.com, where everybody, that's all businesses come there for business. Now, I have this site. I am understanding that my business has the ability to be there for free. What I'm seeing is that I have the opportunity by the way your search engine works is to rifle shot my marketing based upon who I'm trying to service. If I'm down in San Diego, I'm not going to be sending an ad or putting an ad up for people in Los Angeles or San Francisco. Kind of like advertising on national television. So it gives me a rifle shot if it's a sushi bar or a one of my favorite, you know, just a regular old cowboy cafe. I can rifle shot. <laughs> Is this something that I pay on a monthly basis or is it a cost per click? How does that work? 
the paid advertising is a cost per click model. The good thing about that is you're going to set a ceiling. So you're going to say, hey, on a daily basis, um, $5 is my maximum that I want to set or $10 is my maximum. And when you're actually logged in, it'll show you um, our algorithm will create a recommendation based on how much your cost per click is. If your cost per click is maybe 50 cents, 99 cents, we're going to give you a different recommendation about what ceiling you should cap than if your click is 350 and you're setting a $5 cap per day, you're only going to get X amount of clicks in a given month. So it depends on the demand in that area for what people are searching for and based on what your actual category is. But it's a cost per click model, the daily ceiling and then monthly ceiling gives you the insurance policy that you know you're not going to get a $3,000 Yelp advertising bill. It really allows you to budget out what you want to spend. And then no matter how much you're in demand or how many people are clicking on your ad, we're not going to show your ad once you reach your maximum. So you're not going to have, again, this surprise bill at the end of the month and say, oh, oh goodness, what the heck. And Actually, recently, we've been doing no contracts for a long time. So um, you can stop and and cancel whenever you want. And we just rolled out pausing your advertising, especially with COVID. Some folks, maybe they don't want to stop. They just want to hit a general pause button. But again, you can pause, cancel, stop your ads at any time. You can change your budget at any time. We don't lock you into any sort of contract. We know even pre-COVID the benefit of allowing businesses to fit their needs and how things can change so quickly on a daily basis, weekly basis. And so businesses can really go in and adjust their budget. It's the same business model that most people do with Facebook advertising is that you put a budget up. There's no long-term contracts, not like in my days of broadcasting where you were fixed in for 13 weeks. (laughs) with the same commercial, whether it worked or not. It was a hard sell. So you can do a pay-per-click, put a limit of $20, $100, or $5 on it, see what kind of response you get. And this is the beauty of this type of marketing is that if it doesn't work, then it's not the distribution. It's not Yelp's doing if nobody clicks through it. It's your message. It's your call to action. The restaurant or the business owners, if they know that after spending 20 bucks, it didn't work, Well, then they can save themselves thousands of dollars in the old school methods by adjusting the call to action and making a different offer. Maybe oysters on the half shell just wasn't the draw. Who knows? (laughs) Exactly. And you know, we like to say there are different types of business owners and some people like to set it and forget it. They set up their budget and it is what it is. But the folks that are really involved with their Yelp listing and they're tracking, measuring, monitoring the results that they're getting, those are the folks that are really going to see the optimal results. And we always tell our advertising clients the first step before you put your credit card down, before you think about what kind of budget you send is to really update your page and make sure some of the information we were referencing earlier, especially safety precautions at the restaurant, if we're talking about restaurant examples are actually taking and that you really have tons of photos on your page. I mean, we live in such a digital world. Um, You want to make sure your Yelp page is really kind of like your digital storefront. And so you want to make sure the pictures are enticing and that you have captions. There's nothing worse than craving a sandwich and you find a place and you're looking through some pictures and they all look amazing. And you're like, well, I don't know what menu items these are. I don't even know what this is, what I'm looking at. So make sure you're captioning your photos, which actually also helps just your organic and natural SEO. The words from your caption of your photo will actually pull when someone's doing a search. It counts towards the 
search engine optimization, which is nice. But you want to make sure that your page is robust, that it has all the information filled out, that your website is connected if you have one. Again, all the information is there so that when we're giving you that exposure, which is what you're paying for, and we get someone to click on your page, all the information is there so that they don't go and look at another page, that you can just close the loop with what you've provided. You have to get them to be locked in on your ad. And the best way to do that is with an image. And it is so important. What I have learned about being trained for television is lighting is everything, folks. Yes. Lighting is so important. So just don't whip out the old camera and take a picture of somebody's dish (laughs) like you see so many people. Make sure that if you're going to be selling that item through the Yelp page, through your website, make sure you have proper lighting and it's what will make them want to say, that's what I want for dinner. Absolutely. The last time I attended the National Association of Broadcasters Convention, or it's like the Olympics for us that that hide in a padded booth, those that work (laughs) from a microphone, the NAB. The last time we had that a couple of years ago, I went into one of the conferences and there was a Yelp consultant. Wasn't involved with Yelp, but they were there to sell their services as someone who can package you, present you, and also manage your Yelp reviews. Is this a service that is part of Yelp? Do you have a division or is this somebody capitalizing on an opportunity? It is definitely someone capitalizing on an opportunity. We continue to have issues like this over time. Yelp is such a powerful name. All the social media sites are powerful names, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. And so you get these quote unquote consultants that say they can manage your reputation from there. And while some of them, small percentage of them, really all they're going to do and all they actually can do is update your information for you if that's what you want. You know, some folks are too busy and they'd like to pay for someone to make sure that their information is up to date across all the platforms. But 100% of the time, no one, no consultant, no even Yelp employee has the power to say, okay, I'm going to take away all your bad reviews. And okay, I'm going to give you 20 extra five-star reviews. It's not possible. There's no magic button. You can't hire people or pay people money to write fake reviews. That's the reason why Yelp is so trusted and Yelp is so popular is because we don't allow fake reviews and we have a very, very smart algorithm that is constantly taking a look at all sorts of things to make sure that the review is genuine place. We're looking at location. You know, someone wrote a review for a certain restaurant. Did they search for a restaurant first? Do we see that they went to a restaurant? Like it's looking at so many, so many different things. Is that person a trusted Yelp reviewer? Have they written reviews before? So that and hundreds of other things that I don't even know about are going in to make sure that people aren't writing fake reviews. And it's only normal. Business owners want to make sure that their business does well and business owners want to make sure that they have good reviews. So it's only normal for them to turn to friends and family that may not even be a real patron and say, hey, can you uh, create a Yelp account and write me a five-star review? You you know um, I make the best mac and cheese in the world, but that review won't get posted. That review is not going to show because it's a biased review. You asked for it. And if you asked someone that had a great experience, even a real patron, and you said, hey, do you mind writing me a five-star review? It sounds like you loved your meal. That even might not get posted because it was asked for. And as a business, you're not going up to everyone and asking them for reviews. You're only going up to the people that you think are going to write you a good review. If you have someone screaming in your face about you know, a fly that they found in, in the water, as they're walking out, you're not going to say, 
don't forget to review us on Yelp. So <laughs> only asking the people that um, are happy with your service or in your network to write your review is going to create a really, really biased page for you. And the reason why so many consumers trust Yelp and fact check on Yelp and make sure that, you know, I'll ask friends and family for a recommendation and then I'll cross reference with Yelp. And the reason people trust is because of this algorithm that we have that is controlling and making sure that only real reviews by real customers are coming through. That is so key because you look at the reviews of these companies and products and you look at Yelp to see, is this product or company reliable? There is no way that I can buy reviews or pay Yelp to get rid of the bad ones or pump me up to look really good. I can't do that. That's got to come from individual people, not one person writing a bunch of reviews from one email address. Exactly. No All one right. has that power. And anyone saying they're a consultant or a coach, a, you know, a reputation management coach, and I can turn your two-star rating into a five-star rating, unless they're teaching you how to give better customer service. They're not, you know, there's nothing that they could do. And we talk to business owners all the time. They truly and genuinely believe that if they were to just advertise or give Yelp money, that they can, all of a sudden their rating would change. And I say, set a $5 maximum budget and spend the five bucks so that you could see genuinely and honestly, your rating isn't going to change in either direction when you start or stop. It's interesting to know and have the confidence to know that a lot of the stuff that you see isn't the pumped up stuff or is illegitimate or paid for. There's so many rumors that I can buy my way in and through Yelp. And I've told them, I don't think so. And you've just confirmed that I was right. Thank God. <laughs> We've been talking with Ali Schwartz from Yelp. For more information on how to get your business onto Yelp, you've heard all the ins and outs and all the positive things and how to deal with the negative things. Yelp is here on Business Soup. And if you want to know more about it, well, just go to our website and you'll find the transcripts and the links to Yelp. If you can't figure out Yelp on your own and you need the help of Business Soup, well, you'll find the link right there as well. Allie, thanks for being a part of this serving of Business Soup. Thank you, John. This has been another serving of Business Soup, where business comes for business. I'm John Debevoys, inviting you to visit the website for more servings of what is best in business. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.